0: I suppose that is true. Hello and welcome to the even worse idea of all time podcast, a spiritual successor to the worst idea of all time in which we watch a film once a week for 52 weeks and we discuss it. The film is the same film <laughs> for those 52 weeks. Good one. The film is Bad Mums Great 2. intro. And uh, hey. this is episode six. It We've watched Bad then, Mums yeah. 2 six times. My name is Jamie. Oliver. And very cosily, it's Alistair. Alistair is tucked away in bed as we record this. We're oh, recording yeah. this in his bedroom, and he is we're completely under the covers. I might, I might take a picture of it, actually, and, uh, and, and post it on the Facebook page. If you like flap there. that duvet a single time, well, for our Australian listeners, doona... Furious! <laughs> I'll try and best. You stay move. cocooned, you little animal. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, so this is the sixth time we've seen Bad Mums. A big two. change in our watch of the movies because we found an HD copy. Yeah. Oh. So uh, for the previous five weeks, because the film has uh, exited cinemas in New Zealand, we've been watching uh, a cam quality rip of the film. Uh, this week, we've got our hands on a full 1080p copy of the oh, film, oh. and it, let, let me just say it's changed things pretty pretty dramatically yeah,
1: it, um every every bit is expected you know like because we were I't do know I was I was worried that maybe it wouldn't actually be that much of a game changer but mm. I'm sure the um the glamour will wear off <laughs> soon enough but the, for this watch I was um yeah I don't know getting into it and I think there's some um, probably also thinks that it will continue to reward with for instance I'm
0: very interested in the set dressing yeah background extras and stuff you know all that's just popping more now <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, um. <laughs> You're right there, Zaddy. Yeah, I'm fine. When do you want to? The hide? energy was actually quite high in the room, I think, this week. Uh, um, well, I think. Last week the was very biggest,
1: dire. The biggest difference, aside from the, um, the quality of the film, was that we're watching it at night, mm. which was. Usually we watch it in the day. I don't, yeah, I don't know about true. you guys, but I don't usually
0: watch films in the day. I watch films anytime. Yeah, you remember no, but that, in man. this house, the curtains aren't great in the room you watch it in, so there's always sunlight streaming through. Mm-hmm. And You're very it reminded feel that you could, kind of you could be outside. Today, today was a lovely <laughs> you day. Could be as dancing well. in the garden. I spent today at the beach. Oh, what a what a <laughs> shocking contrast that was. You know, I was did at, you feel much dread though today? When, no, I mean I was at definitely. Uh, there was one moment where I was at the beach and I happened to look at my watch and I thought, oof few hours time i will be cooped up in a house watching bad mums 2. but it, it wasn't necessarily a feeling of dread i was you know it was it was so more like just like ah oh, i've got that on yeah it was more just you know what a change that'll be from from this current scenario so i hated watch four and five so much that i assumed you know i i assumed it would only keep going down but i think <laughs> Presumably for all of us. I wouldn't want to speak for all of us. But I think this was a better watch than, than the last one. Yeah, I, sure. think, I think a lot of that was, was the, the novelty of the... Yeah... The high-resolution file that we have. But even then, during the bad scenes, I didn't feel that sense of creeping dread that I have last last time. I felt real yucky, even like a few hours after watching the film. Yeah, yeah. it just felt like the wrong thing to be doing. And here, it washed over me quite nicely. To, uh, we still to be got fair, we it, we, we talked. Uh, we we did talk over a lot of the film this week. Yeah,
1: um, it was quite a chatty watch.
0: Yeah, to- towards the, the second half. I think we've got that first half. We're, we're usually quite good at being quiet. Um, maybe yeah, yeah, I think we should enforce run. silence during the yeah. second half. possibly think- should. That would be torturous. It would be wouldn't it? it would be an interesting one. I
1: think, yeah, we couldn't do that every time, but <laughs> no, for one Jesus. episode it would be be good.
0: All hey, right, so very early in the film, uh, this is something we wanted to discuss last week, but we forgot, um... The introduction to uh, Mila Kunis' children and boyfriend, uh, it's the scene, they, so they sort of enter the house, Mila Kunis says, hey, welcome back. They've been to a Chicago Bulls game. Uh, basketball team there for you, non-sports nuts okay. like me. Love sports. <laughs> love, them, love them to death. Just you know, If you ever, ever see me in public, ask me about the latest sports game, <laughs> and I'll give you so many hot takes. What's your favourite sports game of all time? Um, it was a match in 1982. Yeah. That's all I'll do, you <laughs> know. Just a tease uh, that. The,
1: the rest is for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, <that's> okay. <laughs> Li- <listen> Keen sports <laughs> listeners will know will know the game I'm talking about. Uh, no, but uh, so her boyfriend Jesse enters. She says, Hey, how was the game? Jesse says, Great. Oh. The Bulls won. Now, of course, this film was released. we we, we know the specific date dates this film uh, takes place over because they tell us, you know, however many days before Christmas in 2017 Which it takes place. Additionally, <laughs> it falls on the 25th. That's right, <laughs> it, it does. So, we were able to work out December the, the 19th. Dece- so yeah, so December the 19th. And there was in fact a Chicago Bulls Chicago game. Chicago Bulls there. against the 69ers. It was a close one. It was 117 to 115, Ooh. I don't know, volleys or <laughs> <laughs> how you However you do it over there. But, but it is, you know, not a not a convincing win, but certainly the Bulls well, did bloody, take the ground. Hey. So this film predicted the Bulls', the Bulls win. They've got the money, money involved out. in the Bulls' winning. Yep. Can we say that the, the, the game was rigged by <laughs> and, the production um, staff of, of Bad Mums 2? They would actually, it's a hell of a leap, but I'm, I'm willing to, to place my money on it. Sorry, Alistair. That would actually tie into something that I would like to talk about. Yeah, go for it. Which buddy. is that Christine Baranski is
1: incredibly wealthy in this film. Yeah. Um not sure about real life don't like to speculate she probably but is in this film she's like able to source ice from the moon yeah um, kind of a glassware from the Titanic yeah um she's like a Christmas tree from Paris, I think she said. yeah um Christmas trees from Paris as well as you know giving giving her grandchildren Xboxes and iPhones and getting the house hiring Kenny G yeah to to, to play at the Christmas party anyway, so she clearly is at least a millionaire. I, I, would, I would say we have to Easily. assume so. Um, so I, I think you made that money through rigging sports games, to be honest. That's a good theory. Um, including
0: the Chicago Bulls game. <laughs> <laughs> you look so comfy in that bed there, Alice. I it's really making me want to go to sleep. Wizardly cosy. There's a good I'd, slur I'd, on I Chicago. May well, thank you. I may well fall asleep during this When record. I say slur, I don't mean racial <laughs> slur. Um, so... <laughs> Damn it! I couldn't think of the a, uh, a segue. Um, what? What? <laughs> what was your highlight? Shining light, you mean? Know? Yeah. Shining like sh- light is also a highlight. What's a bit shining that you light in the film? Uh, My Well, um, there was one bit which I actually did kind of like. Um, there, there's a scene where Catherine Hahn's character Carla, uh, she's she's met a stripper through yeah. her through her work as a as a spa worker, <laughs> uh, and she's going to see the strippers' center uh, stripper competition at a bar called Mehan's, an Irish bar. Uh, and so you know the lineup of stripper centers come out to some music, uh, and Kristen Bell, uh, her character's name is Kiki, she does a little dance. <laughs> nice, nice, little, nice little dance. She's sort of, you know, this, you know, her Mila Kunis and Katherine Are sitting at a table. You know, so she's not, you know, it's, it's not an over the top dance. You know, there's no it's leg work just, involved. It's a, little, it's a little shoulder. It's neck. just yeah, just just arms. You know, yeah, shoulders and hands. And she's, um, you know, it's 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 just a little peppy dance. And I'm um, more for it, it stood out to me this week. I thought, you know what that's that's good stuff. Yeah, I think it's a good bit of character work. um <laughs> look that I, I couldn't think of anything else <laughs> but hey,
1: well like I don't, I don't know I think I think whatever um, it gets you through Kristen Bell does quite a good job with Kiki of like I don't know. Mate, she's like she's the wholesome one. You sound like you're
0: half asleep. What I like <laughs> more than half, because we saw the full credits uh, at the end. Ooh. In the in the original version, we had it was cut off cruelly, and we were you know the, we saw the first minute of the men of the film doing this sort of sexy Santa dance to this odd stripping Christmas music. Mm. And it looked tantalising, and we got the full thing, and it did not disappoint. And my mm. highlight takes place during this, in which Peter Gallagher is um, right up against Catherine Hahn. Um, very odd pairing there. And it's when his billing comes in, where, you know, when it's going through each, each of the cast members, it's got a little shot They give the middle little, little... In comes Peter Gallagher's name and... What? I said, in comes Peter Gallagher's name <laughs> and... And then his bloody eye—it sparkles mm. like it's a glass eye, and it, he looks it looks honestly a little or bit sinister. Who was the Lins. TV detective that had a fake eye, <laughs> Columbo? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, did he? Sh- Does his eye shine? No, but he, it was. But it was weirdly fake. sinister because it's like, what are you doing well, with Catherine Hahn, mate? I'd like to throw out the
1: theory that um, he's a robot. <laughs> um... <laughs> possibly built by Christine Baranski with her ill-gotten millions yeah as um some, i don't know i i don't like i don't, i don't necessarily want to say for sex purposes but <laughs> but so you she, so but
0: that's involved did, well, did she well, use some sort of artificial seed from this Peter robot to make Mila Kunis who is her daughter um i probably adopted, because
1: I've commented actually, that they have just very different features yeah. um, and don't look like they're related. Mm. Um, but, I don't know, throughout the film um, Peter is very servile mm. towards um,
0: Christine.
1: Christine. Muranski, yeah. um, he kind of only really exists as her agent. Even in his biggest scene, when he's talking to Mila, um, he's, um, he's saying, I give... Give Christine a second chance. Yeah, he's been. You know, he's to he's acting that. on.
0: Yeah, probably. Because it's like he's, he's very advanced. If it comes out of the blue. It's like, why is he being so nice to this woman? We've seen nothing but bad stuff from her. It's because he's being bloody forced to do it. There is also a sort of plasticky sheen to Peter Gallia's face, yeah. <laughs> so it would lead me to believe that he is. Don't, wanna, artificial. don't attack the actor. Um, you know, <laughs> but he, he does look slightly. Fake. Inhuman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a cool uh, way. His oh, hair looks so good this week. In high definition. Yeah, he's honestly, like... that hair popped off the. the...
1: Page. Or he's a great guy. There's no denying it. He's he's genuinely one of my favourite bits about
0: the film. He, oh, for sure. He's he, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, the, he's giving it because he's in it He's not know, in it enough he's to He's not in it enough to, to annoy mm. you. Yeah. So and he's just only only doing really sort of obvious visual gags. The scene so. in which he does big talking, he sort of loses me. But yeah. when he's just being this bizarre, mm. sort of largely mute background shambling man, it's, <laughs> it's robots. <laughs> He doesn't, he doesn't
1: doesn't have great understanding of you know social customs. Like oh, it's decoration of a little shoes.
0: <laughs> that was good delivery there. I I, I like that line. Um, so there's a, a, a scene in the movie I was talking about earlier in I which did, there's a. Into my shining light. What, what was you your didn't shining light? Did yeah. you not say your shi- you shining? It light. Later, you could save oh, it. You save it. Get into the Peter Robot stuff. Okay. Well, okay. Let's what's your, what's, what's your, shi- <laughs> your What was your shining <laughs> light this week then? Um.
1: My Shining Light, and this is um, something I, I have noted before, but I was saving it for a rainy day, and um, although it hasn't rained today, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm deciding to pull it out anyway. In the, um, the the party scene, which is kind of the emotional climax of the film, I suppose, <laughs> when Amy and Christine Baranski have their, um, their kind of battle of wills, yes. um, and Amy is kicking everyone out, including Kenny G, obviously. Um, there's there's like a, a waiter or an extra, and he's he's picking up as much wine as many wine bottles as he can on his way out, and he's got about five in his arms, and he's like grabs another one on his way
0: out. So he was my shining yeah, light. It's a good visual gag, that one. That's great. So what I was going to say um, is there is a scene in the film, I talked about it a bit earlier in this episode, actually, in which there is a Santa stripper competition. Uh, the first Santa... You, you right there, buddy? No, you're just going to have to go... You can fly off the... No, I'm not. I'll find it, All right. No, because... Um, the thing about my phone, and it, uh, you know, my phone actively can't do what you want it to do. Okay, well... It's a $40 bloody It can, apart. because you just need to, Okay. I'll say Mate, anyway, I've tried what, my fucking goddamn best. What I was going to say is there's a scene, the Santas are like, stripping... 2007, fine. Santa. <laughs> number one steps up to the plate, he starts his dance, and he dances to a song that sounds eerily like Bruno Mars's. That's That's what what I I like. Like like it's genuinely the sort of the tune, exactly. Even the like the it's the using sort of rhymes of the actual lyrics. Appetite. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so we thought, you know, what is this? I, I scoured the internet to try and find what the song is. Um, but I, I couldn't find anything, so I actually tweeted Plungus, one, one right? of the dira- <laughs> yeah okay Und- <laughs> Jamie underscore owes Follow me there for some That's more. good stuff. Yeah. Extremely hot sandals. takes. <laughs> I do accost celebrities, telling them that I've left my sandals at their house, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a genuine thing I've done. I you know I tweet them and say, hey hey left Drawing my sandals at your house. When would be a good time to come by and pick those up? They generally don't respond. <laughs> uh, but this week I tweeted at one of the directors of Bad Mums 2, Scott Moore and I said, hey Scott what's the name of the song that plays during the fat stripper Santa's dance in a Bad Mums Christmas and Scott replied how (laughs) many days later nearly two weeks later (laughs) and said I'm pretty sure it was "Appetite" by Leo Soul. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> well, Scott, I didn't enjoy it actually. Um, I haven't told him that. Scott, uh, that's and not an original won't. composition. Um, I googled the song. It's you can't seem to actually find it anywhere to actually stream. It's sort of a, a, a clearly a stock stock <laughs> music song. Um, but we will be informing Bruno Mars, and uh, <laughs> I'm expecting some legal action to Why, be taken. What is the legality of that sort of thing? Like presumably, it's probably fine, right? They've run it by someone. It's, it's uh, well, not surely. Um, it's Under some some kind of parody law, and also I think it would be compositionally different enough to where it's fucking pretty similar.
1: It's it's a legal grey area because obviously there is a finite amount of musical notes and a finite
0: amount of ways you can arrange them. But this is not not just just very deliberately done to 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 emulate that song. Mm. I think it's. But, yeah, it, it, there's this parody law, right? Whereas, um, which yeah, and I don't know if this would necessarily be a parody. Like, then, because yeah, then yeah. All, the, all the musicians, you know, blurred lines, they, you know, they oh, it was a parody yeah. of Marvin Gaye, and then they'd get yeah. away with it. okay. All right. All right. That's, that's I, I mean, fair. I don't know, but it seems bizarre that you could do something like that, you know, take this very... You know, popular song. is was, was number one on, on all the charts that matter. And um, and just get away with such a bloody Xerox copy. It's lovely. What I want to ask... so audacious. <laughs> it's flying in the face of, of, of intellectual property. Yeah, what I What I want to ask you two boys is... Do you think there is any film that could hold up to this level of scrutiny? Do you think there's a film that you could watch once a week for 52 weeks and still be okay with Like, for example... If it was a good Me, film. I'm a big... I'm a big Star Wars fan. I love some Star Wars. Really? You've not said <laughs> it? Not seen back, Force Awakens, Last year. I Love those films and I've seen them many, many times. I love Attack of the Clones. <laughs> you are... <laughs> such... Such a piece of shit. Kit Fisto is the central <laughs> character in that one. <laughs> Look, but the thing is I wouldn't want to watch Empire Strikes Back once a week for fifty two weeks. I think even then even that film, which is, you know, one of the greatest films of all time, I don't think I would I don't think I would be able to stand that once a week for fifty two weeks. So of course this film isn't gonna hold up, but do you think there is any is there any form is there any form of anything? Well, any form of media <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Any form of media that you think, you know, I guess songs, right? I mean you could yeah, listen to a definitely, song. I've definitely tell a couple minutes. Listen but. listen to songs, than... In terms of cinema, though, you've got to have a bit more of a focus and a bit more of a time commitment. It, doing this yeah. once a week takes some time out of your schedule. Like, this isn't always easy for us to get a, a time to watch the film. So that's a harder prospect. I think we should, you know, limit that to films. I, I feel like the film I've seen most in my life is maybe The Princess Bride, and that's maybe approaching, like, 20 times. So, um, if, we, so if we said to you, we're going to watch The Princess Bride once a week I would for a year, would get it. I think it's I, I think by the end of it I'd still think this is a fundamentally good film the the, the wedding scene in which the guy can't even mm-hmm. speak that's their job they're meant to speak and do the vows okay, shit yeah right. um, that would still be golden um, but but it would be it would be a hard time because yeah. the things that you enjoy would become a chore mm, mm. you can't you can't see things that you like that much and you can outside of films like people yeah I think the difference is, that- Possibly the films that you actually like If you gave it enough space after that you could potentially go back to. Yeah, I think you'd be. It would ruin film. the film. I can't imagine after we've seen Bad Mums Two fifty two times. I can't imagine a scenario in which I'm willing to watch it again. Oh, like a year later, I'd, I'd feel like it would be a nostalgic revisit. Actually, that's true. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be interesting to see if we. There's a point where we become sort of dependent on this film being part of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in times of trouble, we'll just yeah. find ourselves flicking on Bad Mums Two and watching it alone, and I reminding mean, us of, of the better times. I think that's part of what makes this such an interesting thing to go through because there will be a real range of emotional states, I think. I mean, obviously last week we were all pretty unhappy with it. This week, you know, a bit better. Good. And we're still in such early stages yeah. that mm-hmm. it's just going to be really interesting to see. You know, week 30. I feel like week 30 will be, that'll be a really interesting one because you're a bit over halfway, but you're still really in the weeds. Um, Alistair is going to go away for about a month. That mm. You know, separation is, is going to be a real bitch because I had some... <laughs> Bad times watching this film on my own. I don't so, know. I don't know how I would actually fear watching this on my own. Welcoming this thing mm. into our lives is is you know, not it's not as easy as it seems like listening to the worst idea of all time in the friend zone when people wrote in and sort of you know they read out the fan mail a lot of them are saying like thank you for putting ourselves through this mental torment and I was like fucking whatever I think it was because I was so used to the concept because I've been listening to the podcast for like two and a half years and like re-listening it seemed quite normal to me and it's like it's, it's bloody fine it's a thing that they're doing Yeah, but it is genuinely quite difficult and I like the insight into that it, it, I don't think it's having a Going to have a long-term mental no. I mean, I hope not. Impact, but I mean, even ah. but short. You know, while you're watching it, it can do some you know <laughs> some strange things. It's interesting. It's now a part of my life, and it's sort of growing like a tumor. And <laughs> I'm awaiting my first dream about it. <laughs> even when Guy, you know, it, when when we messaged into the worst idea and they talked about us on the friend zone, <laughs> Guy was sort of you know, he was it, it talked about how you know finishing up their experience. It seemed like there was such freedom on the other side, and that it was. So so happy to be done with it, you know. And I imagine the feelings will be the same for us. Mm. But it's just kind of—it's—it's you know, it's interesting that. Well, the third season's very gruelling. Um, th- clearly. Yeah, I mean, at the moment, I don't feel that much hate towards it, you know. Towards the film? Yeah, oh, I'm, really? I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I don't think I'm, I'm like, not at any stage dreading watching. I. We were quite angry to the characters I this feel,
1: time. Yeah, I feel um a certain amount of contempt yeah but not hate
0: towards the film I what's think the it, difference
1: um I don't really want to get into the semantics of it but <laughs> I mean you you brought it up for, for discussion so oh, I'm not going to bring it up for discussion well, well for I, I don't know. let's just like, like I'm kind of like oh you're doing this again that's a bit fucking boring isn't it um but you know I don't actively like loathe the film itself for, well, no. for existing
0: no I the film serves imagine its I purpose, will. I guess, as a sort of general, yeah, like adult, crowd pleasing
1: comedy. Like some of the, some of the choices it's made, I'm like, ugh, you you've you you messed that
0: one up. Yeah, there's nothing. That's the thing. There's nothing offensively bad about this film. If it's uh, not, there's there a lot. There, really. I, 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 don't think there's... There, there is. A There's bit, a like, couple of bits where I'm like, that joke is shit. Oh, the fat Santa and stuff. It's like, yeah, but, and the but, the, but even then, stuff. it's nothing. It's nothing that's like, you know. I, I, I watch a film like Suicide Squad, and I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely baffled as fun. to how a good film good like times. that, got, you know. Got its way under the screen thing. This is so. This in some spots, this is so shoddily made. Everything with bad mums too. Well made, but it's the- just. Well, it's not well made, but it's just. It's. I don't know. It's. Just- the, everything about it is just so serviceable. It's just like this is just such a bland. If I ever find myself hating the film, I think I will be entirely in the wrong because you're meant to watch it you know once or twice we're doing this to ourselves if we feel hatred towards the film it's our fault and as as I was saying before no film is designed to be put up to this level of stupidity. we will be cruel to the film at some point but it's not about that it's about our bloody stupidity Um, I think
1: it might we may also kind of have a bit of an easier time of it Oh well, I'm in, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah, but do you think that um, we'll have an easier time than Tim and Guided because there are three of us? No, it's kind of yeah. I don't know more more ways to share the load. Like
0: yeah, I we're, guess not, so. we're not we not. We could just, also turn on right. each other. Two of us could could go no, in you, hard you on one. You turn
1: on me with the bloody
0: with the <laughs> <laughs> at a, the drop of a pin. It's fun, isn't yeah, you it? Turn on me. Oh, I tend yeah, on both, here, very yeah, very vicious. No, I do get what you're saying, Alistair You know, there's there's a bit more variety there. Tim I and mean, Guy were sort yeah. of, you know, <laughs> spending a lot of time with just each other for mm. a lot of. I, you know. Know. I feel <sighs> like if I was if I was
1: doing it with just you or with yeah. just with Oliver, then that would somehow be, I don't know. More, more taxing yeah, no, I think it, I, I think so because yeah. you can't feed off as much energy when you're watching it
0: yeah yeah and there's different energies as well between the three of us as we watch mm. so yeah no I think there is some merit to that um, I don't think in the long run it's going to make a huge amount of difference we are still of course watching the same film every uh, fucking week well, you know yeah. but uh, I, I, yeah, I guess it's, it's, a, it's a small comfort I mean that's going to be when you're away Alistair it is going to be well it's going to be just me and Oliver mm-hmm. and it's going to be you are on your own
1: well, yeah, but you know, maybe I'll survive um Oliver's snap and descent into
0: psycho. I feel like so. you'll you'll get into some you'll, you'll get into some deep examination of the film because you know, you're obviously quite a lot of the time you're paying a lot more attention than us. Mm. Oliver and I are quite easily well of. When finally. you when you are gone, the tyrant that you are, <laughs> we're gonna sing the black eyed peas throughout. <laughs> It's going to be a much better film. No bloody dialogue
1: getting in the way. It's a constant musical. Yeah. Back when we were um, doing the dog cast, I used to have a, a length of plastic piping you know it was
0: it was a, it was a funnel game, that people drink alcohol
1: yeah but was, you know i'd beat you with the piping bit and
0: yeah whenever they started to sing too loudly i'd i'd thrash them it's funny because i don't consider myself like i would never sing in public i, I don't sing you know i'm really? quite friendly with people at my work i wouldn't really sing in front I of them i wouldn't do it at work you know I, I do it quite a lot with people i'm Relatively mm. comfortable with, yeah. I feel like even like even even other friend groups that I have, I wouldn't necessarily sing that loudly in front of them. Not that I'm singing in a serious way when it's you know we're you know we're we're putting a bit of exaggeration into it, but I'm putting my heart and soul into it. Oh, sorry, it's giving it everything. I. I, I, I'm quite the, the casual singer, like a bit of weird. I am around the house when I'm on my way. own, I guess, but really ne- never when my parents are there. No, I just do it to show off, I think. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> show the, off those golden pipes yeah. he have got. <laughs> it's the blight of my last relationship. I was endlessly bloody singing. Mm. Oh, no, it's real talk. <laughs> I don't think that's why it ended. Okay, good. But I, I imagine it would have been an irritant. I mean, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a bit of fun. We're, we're, you can't sing all the time. What path are we heading down? Here? <laughs> hey, good. Now, where are you taking us? I don't know. That's the mystery. You set off. You don't bring. You don't bring a bag. You don't bring shoes. You just go into the bush. <laughs> I'd like to, to wear shoes. If I'm going to the bush, I want to wear shoes. Yeah, but then although, you, you the cut hair. yourself on the go. Well, no, no. That's you shoes. Won't necessarily shoes are a basic by. human item. Mm, don't you know, know about that. not yeah. everyone has shoes. Well, no. I mean, that's just, that's the sad state of the world, isn't it? You know, some people can't afford to have shoes. Yeah, and that's your uh, we're leading. Right. Do you know, in in Haiti, they mix up sort of mud and water and make them into cookies and bake them in the sun and just eat dirt. Yeah, they call them dirt cookies. So is that because of necessity? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) because they've got nothing else to eat. No, but I thought it might have been a... Oh, just like, hey, this looks good. Well, no, like... Someone comes home from the stores. I've got some genuine cookie dough. They say, we don't need that shit. (laughs) (laughs) We've got dirt and water, buddy. (laughs) This stuff's great. Uh, It's great for the teeth, great for the, the tum. It's, it would dirt would be alright for you, Tom. No, I think it. I'd, I'd prefer. Food. I think it would not I think it was doing you know <laughs> nothing great for them mm. in the in the documentary I watched. Getting back to do we need to get bad back to? No, nope. I think we should probably call it there honestly. Yep, yep sure. So long as we <laughs> kind of end on bad mums too, as opposed to the, the appalling, you know, as opposed to Haitian dirt cakes poverty of. Sorry, actually, I also run a Haitian dirt cake podcast, and <laughs> I got a, bit, got a bit confused there. Fair enough. Tune in to Haitian Dirt Cake Weekly. Fucking good Uh, name. That one's on Stitcher. (sighs) That's all. Every week. Exclusive.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, so tune in next week for... um, (laughs) (laughs) I had several observations this (laughs) week I didn't get through. Great
0: plug, man. Tease them with one word. Yeah.
1: And um, my hatred for a different set of children. Oh,
0: right. Sounds (laughs) thrilling. Hey, like like our Facebook page if you want. The even worst idea of all time. Uh, you know, send us a message if you like. Sure, right. Tell us tell us if you watch the film. Mm. Tell Jamie us, tell us anything. Back. Yeah, tell me, you know, give me my fucking sandals back. <laughs> Barack Obama. That's, end it now. End it now? Yeah, because that's a good place to end it. If we just keep talking, that was a good, like, end point. It's a powerful... Yeah, you fucked it. Now up. we're just... Now what's this? This is This is life, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. We'll see you next time.